Mark and Paul checking in one line Monday. Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald hit the charts this week, 1976. Written and performed by Gordon Lightfoot. Went all the way to number two, which <clears throat> I've never written a song, so it says there's uh, no, no chorus, nothing catchy about it. But uh, people like the song. And that was back in the days when radio stations <clears throat> wanted three-minute songs and not six-and-a-half-minute songs. So the fact that it even got played at all was kind of impressive. And my computer's frozen again. Uh, I just had to laugh. You hear some of the stories that people write about their bad service experiences at various places. And this was a bad service experience. It was just, it was just funny to me, uh, the way it happened. Did a little shopping with my daughter yesterday, even though I didn't know it was national daughter's day. She just wanted to go shopping. So we did. And, uh, driving home across town, we thought about stopping to get something to eat, but it was only about 4.30, and we both eat lunch kind of late. And uh, my daughter's got, uh, for people, she'll help people do stuff, and uh, rather than taking money sometimes, she'll just uh, take the gift cards that they get. And so uh, a lot of people she does things for know she likes Starbucks. So we whip into that Starbucks on the corner there in the Heights yesterday, Lake Elmo in Maine, and... I pull into the parking lot and it's just, it's like 3.57 and there's not a single car in the parking lot. And I said, well, I can't imagine they'd be closed on Sunday. So I pull up to the window, to the, the walk-in door to see what the business hours are and says, uh, open till four. Well, meantime, I have two cars come in and get in line at the drive-thru in front of me. So they order and Ryan's telling me that she wants a cake pop and a chai tea frappy smoothie double something or other so i get up there and taped to the speaker is something off the printer that says open sundays nine to four and the lady comes on and said i'm sorry sir we're closed <laughs> and i look well it is four but i was in line before four so I go to pull around, and before I get around the corner, I forgot there's not room to pass the cars there because they just didn't have the real estate. So I go to back up, and I'm backing out. Well, between the time that I went around the corner and went to back out, they'd got one of those orange candles and put it in there so you couldn't back out or nobody else could come in through the drive-thru. <laughs> and I could be all mad and go write something on their page, but we'll be back. I understand. Four o'clock is four o'clock. Well, if you were up this time of day and you're listening to Paul and you listen closely, you know the, str- the struggles I've had with this computer. And really kind of everything in our particular co- control room is not what it should be, but it- everything works. It's just enough to get by. And I told Paul, I was talking to a friend of mine in uh, Denver radio yesterday. And talking about some of the struggles and they've got the same struggles there that, you know, big radio companies are trying to make everything they can and spend as little as they can. And uh, she works for the iHeart corporation and iHeart 
now has radio stations with computer programs that cannot do a live show. You can't stop the computer. You can't, hey, want everybody to know the building's on fire. The sky has fallen. Nothing like that. Wow. Three more guns today at 10 after 8. Another code word at 829-2010-2011-20. And then another stop by Thursday. Give you a chance to sign up at Altana Federal Credit Union. And I'm assuming that'll be the one on the West End at 32nd and Central. That's the headquarters. I'll tell you, who's probably not loving their jobs right now is the guys from the FAA and and the Travel Administration and all the... All the people from Washington, D.C. that have to get to a place called Joplin, Montana. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not like you fly in there or anywhere real close. Also, we're going to need to rent all your big black Suburbans. Ah, uh, yeah, sir. I, I, got a, I got a Nissan. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the train derailment up there over the weekend. Yeah, Joplin. I'm trying to, th- I mean, they pro- they'd have to fly into, I don't know. Great, Fall, or Great, Great Falls or Callus Bell. Yeah, or something. something. They could take a uh, little commuter plane or something, you right. know. And, yeah, and I don't know what uh, motel room availability is in Haver right now. Joplin. Hmm. Oh. I don't know. I've lived in Montana my whole life, and I don't know if I've ever been to, through Joplin. You probably have been. Oh, I'm, I'm sure one of my Sunday drives with my folks. You just, uh, is that is that the same as Joplin Inverness up there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah what What's the Inverness part? Is that another town, or is that a school name, or what is it? I would assume it's a school. I don't actually know. I'd have to, I'd have to yeah. look and see. Yeah. But, you know, they, they co-opt the football team so you can get enough to play. Yeah. And in Montana... A lot of times you got to do that for six or eight man football. You got to get a couple of schools together to field a team. Joplin's fifty one miles west of Haver, and Inverness has got to be a little village up there somewhere. Hmm. It is. It's just east of Joplin. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an Inverness Bar and Supper Club. Surprised we haven't heard about them through the years. When you're looking for the best meals in Montana, all these little side of the road places. I'm surprised there's not a bar up there called Janice. <laughs> yeah, that's usually what that's that's the kind of stuff people do. I did see one time driving through Paradise, Montana. They had put on their little reader board outside. Come on in and get a cheeseburger in Paradise. Ho 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 ho. Yes, yeah, see. <laughs> but great stories coming out of that for the uh, the locals chipped in and gave people, uh, I've seen where somebody gave people rides to the Kalispell Air- Airport to keep them going, put 60 people up at uh, at the high school, at Chester High School. Anybody not receiving medical treatment had been transported to Chester. Hmm. We took the Empire Builder one time when I was about 12 out to Spokane and uh, really pretty going through Glacier. Isn't it funny? Trains built the nation. It was the only way to travel, and now it's the forgotten monster. Um, the trains are used for freight, basically, right? <clears throat> and that's about it. Brought all the people out west. 
Um, I don't know how they can uh, continue to pump money into that that thing, but billions of dollars they put into that, yeah. into Amtrak. Billions. Uh, look at that one. Going from the East Coast to the West Coast and had, what, 60 to 80 people on it, something yeah. like that. That's it. You know, if there was money in it, the private guys would do it. Mm-hmm. If there was money in it, Burlington Northern, all of those CSX, <clears throat> they would all run passenger trains uh, if there was money in it. Heck, they got the tracks. They got the railroad. They'd be doing it mm-hmm. if it was lucrative. It's like National Public Radio. Um, you know, if they if they didn't get government subsidies, they'd be off the air. KEMC or whatever it is here in Billings, they wouldn't make it. Couldn't make it unless they had public funding. Same with Amtrak. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wouldn't make it. So we just uh, keep pumping money down a dry well. Heck, other cities struggle keeping their subway systems open and things, and they have millions of riders every day. True. Every day. I always kind of had a problem with that anyway. Why do, ta- why, do, why do we as taxpayers need to provide you a ride to work? Um, you know why? You know, in the old days, everybody had their own horse. That's how you got to school. Um, well, isn't that why Hilda quit school? Because she sold her horse? Yeah. Yeah. That was a, such a good deal. She couldn't pass it up. <laughs> So she went. Hey, a dollar's a dollar. Yeah. So she went to eighth grade and quit. Got rid of her horse. That was the end of school. Went to work. Uh, but I mean, we spend uh, we spend a lot of money. For instance, in Billings, on our bus system. Heck, we just bought how many new ones? Yeah. They got a grant. Right. Do we make Do we make enough profit? on our buses to pay for the building, the buses, the maintenance, the employees, the retirements, the benefits. Um, Not even close. We, we, we don't even come close. And uh, I don't even know what it costs to ride a bus now. Uh, I've never ridden here. My dad used to buy tokens. I believe that. Because uh, if you buy the tokens, they were cheaper. And my dad rode the bus for, God, I don't know, 30, 40 years. Uh, so my mom and could have the car because we were a one-car family. He was not going to buy a second car. and uh, But he bought tokens because if you bought tokens, they were cheaper. And since he rode it every week. Billings gets 17 new buses, the $6.3 million purchase of buses, multiple competitive federal grants, federal grant funding, CARES Act funds, and local funding sources, according to the release. How many did we get? 
17? 17. For 6.3 million? Mm-hmm. Come from Riverside, California, 32 feet long, curb weight, 25,000 pounds. 360-degree outside cameras, onboard digital video recorders, automated stop announcements, digital passenger counters, electronic fare system, onboard infotainment and passenger accessible Wi-Fi. (laughs) ADA compliant, which is a thing now. That's $372,000 a bus. Hmm. Hell, I could have bought motorhomes for cheaper than that. <laughs> better accommodations. I knew you'd have a better solution. They could have had coffee. <laughs> right. Watch, listen to us on the way in, sit in a lazy boy. They only have four or five on a bus anyway. Yeah, you don't see a lot of full buses in this town. Wow. That's crazy. Average commute time in Billings is what, 17 minutes or something like that? Uh, it used to be, I don't know what it is now, but 17 minutes. So, um, but it's one of those things. Uh, it's one of those things where people who are involved in city business in, uh, in promoting city business, all that kind of stuff, um, Public transportation is one of those things that just gets them off, Mark. I, I understand. Uh, you know, and uh, they, uh, no matter if your town, we got a town of 125,000 and we need a major city bus system. Uh, and well, and then we've heard too, you know, they, they can't get all the drivers they need. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the fuel, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, it's, you know, the, the old saying, no such thing as a free puppy. Yeah. Another shooting here yesterday. We get a couple a week now. Yeah. No biggie. It doesn't even make a major headline in the paper now. They just, <laughs> That's a good point. They did, that used to be the headline. Yeah, they just... They just <laughs> Hello, I got shot. Yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> they just put a little uh, headline in the local state sections now. Police investigating shooting left a woman hurt Sunday. Yeah. Happened out by uh, Hollowell Lane there. A non-life threatening injury. That's because you're not the one that got shot. (laughs) Your take on a shooting depends on a lot whether you're doing the shooting or getting shot. Yeah. (laughs) If you're shot and you got a bullet hole in you, the person with a bullet hole probably thinks it's life threatening. Ah, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get them down here. They're at Burger King right now, parked in the lot. They'll be down in a sec. You'll make it. You're fine. Bullet went clean through you. <laughs> Had some fires again over the weekend. We're not out of the woods yet. It's dry. I mean, I've been seeding a little bit here and stuff, and it's uh, it's dry. It's not not good. Got in fact, we got a weather watch, fire weather watch today for the area. And uh, let's see here what it says. Do, do, do. 
probably uh, hot, dry stuff today. Fire weather watch in effect from Tuesday afternoon through Tuesday evening. Unseasonably warm and gusty winds. So there you go. Then the cold front will uh, come in. No moisture in it, really, but. See, they arrested a woman in California that suspected lighting the fire out there that destroyed 90 homes. And now there's somebody that ought to, ought to pay. They came out of, uh, they came out of the woods and she had a cigarette lighter and CO2 canisters. <sighs> you know, we all do that. <laughs> we all go into the woods with our CO2 canisters. Oh, on the trips where I don't take my welder. Right. <laughs> Uh, so, and, but they blame that one on global warming. That wasn't on global warming. That was a woman that went in there with a cigarette lighter and CO2 canisters and lit it and lit it and lit it. Yesterday while I was having coffee, I watched my favorite show again in the morning and watched aerial America and they had a thing on Las Vegas and around the area. And they showed the dunes out there where people like to recreate and ride their four-wheelers and all that kind of stuff. And all of those dunes were formed by a dried-up riverbed. That whole area was a riverbed. It was all a river. Las Vegas means meadows in Spanish. Um, And the riverbeds, that huge valley of meadows and rivers, dried up. And that wasn't from gas emissions, folks. That wasn't from greenhouse gas emissions. No, that that was change of our climate from the weather that was caused naturally and had nothing to do with a greenhouse gas emission. Once again, just, I mean, there's thousands of examples over and over again where the landscape has changed, the climate has changed, the terrain has changed. And none of it had anything to do with a greenhouse gas emission. No. Not one thing. All the changes that occur now between Al Gore running for president and now have all been because of greenhouse gas emissions. Um, Hurricane Sam, that's that's because of global warming because that's a Category 4. Mm. And that one's out in the ocean. L98 and L91, who just kind of petered out, they weren't the result of any climate change or global warming. <laughs> Only the ones that make sure and do damage. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big riverbed. Like in America's song, The Horse With No Name. <laughs> After three days in the desert sun, I was looking at a riverbed. I am so proud of you right now. I just can't even yep, say. <laughs> yeah, see? Plants and birds, life and things. Rocks and things. All that stuff, too. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, story is told of a river that flowed. That's what happened back there. Rivers all over the place, and they dried up, and they got sand dunes. Well, we got some more checks and stuff in today for the doghouse parade. We got that. That's good. So, um, 
got a lot of people that all have said they wanted tables. Now, a lot of people went to Eventbrite, so I know you've already paid, um, which is nice. And uh, we'll have a count, be able to let you know. It, it won't take too long before it's sold out. So I had a dream about that the other night, the doghouse parade. <laughs> I did. I don't. Paul, I'm not doubting you. I had a dream about it. I forget what happened, but. What a wreck we got going on in the border. Oh. Has this administration, can this administration and the Democrat Party screw up anything else? We had that thing under control. It's a wreck. Oh, and Little Red Lying Hood does her news conference. Um, and, uh, well, we, uh, um, uh, these people aren't uh, aren't permanently uh, going to be here. They they'll go back. Uh, we're we're pr- because they don't have. They're not getting COVID shots. Not getting tested. Nothing. You know. And why the difference? Mm-hmm. Why make Americans mandate it and let these people? Well, these people aren't here to stay. You dumbass, <laughs> Mark. They just walked two thousand miles. Uh-huh. Who would walk two thousand miles with all their belongings mm-hmm. just to stay for two days? Mark and I won't even fly anywhere if it's only two days. True. What? Oh, and the Taliban got somebody over the weekend. I don't. You folks probably didn't see that. Uh, the major news media didn't cover it, but um, they got somebody that they think was working with the Americans, and uh, they hung him from a crane uh, outside of Kabul found an old crane and hung him up there and they hung him from that. And he's just up there dry rotting out and hanging there as an example of what they're going to do when they find. And we still have all those Americans back there. And how many of you heard uh, over the weekend about our rescue efforts and everybody uh, that we're sending over there trying to get our Americans out? Well, the answer would be none of you did because there was no coverage on it. No kidding. Uh, They won't cover it. They just abandoned them. What a wreck. A wreck. Then you got Ocasio-Cortez and her group, the posse, and all the progressives. They're uh, threatening to hold up the $1 trillion stimulus bill unless they tack on the $3.5 trillion social restructuring bill of America. That's extortion. That's, you know, (laughs) congressmen never could do that extortion will vote as long as you pay what a wreck what a wreck they got what a wreck they've created they want to they want to let john hinckley out oh he shot reagan they said he's no longer a threat <laughs> well, he's no longer a threat where he is <laughs> you'd be on a, you'd be great on a parole board well thank you <laughs> Well, I'm not a threat out there. You're sure as hell not a threat in here. Right. So let's keep you right there. Next. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Should be unconditionally released. 25 when he attacked the president. Found him not guilty by reason of insanity. 
that's even more reason to keep him in. Mm-hmm. He's now 66. How long does it take to get over being crazy? Doctors who oversee his medication and therapy said, well, he can't have a gun. Oh, yeah. Well, because that, that, stops, that stops crazy people with oh. a history of shooting people from getting guns. And he's not allowed to travel without informing his doctors. Oh, well, hell, I don't see the potential for any problem here. The doctors. <laughs> not law enforcement. Not doctors. Not, not parole officer. Mm-hmm. Hinkley's lawyer said he no longer poses a threat. No, but his lawyer does. No one. No one in this country who attempts to assassinate and kill the president of the United States should ever be released. Should ever be released, period. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's a Democrat or Republican or independent. If he's president and you tried to kill him and assassinate him, you should never be allowed out of prison ever. Good rule. The end. Yeah. You want to run that by the American public and see how that (laughs) vote would go? You know what the Taliban would have done with him if he'd attempted to kill their leader? Mm-hmm. He'd be hanging from the crane. Yeah. No no parole boards over there. Don't need them. No. He'd be hanging from the crane as well. Billings Clinic going to offer flu shot clinics. My God, it's going to take a secretary to keep track of all the shots that you're going to be getting. Mm-hmm. Flu shots at the clinics will be provided by appointment. Stay in the parking lot. Everybody who enters will be screened. Everybody two and older wears a face mask. CDC recommends everybody six months and older Get the flu shot. Six months. You've been out of the shoot 180 days. <laughs> the flu shot this year is designed to protect against four viruses. I don't even know why we need a flu shot. There wasn't one case of flu last year anywhere. Great point. We we didn't have now, one. Now, was last year's flu shot so damn effective that's the reason? We didn't have one medically tested flu case in Montana. Well, this was as of a couple months ago. So, And by the way, once again, folks... The flu shot, like the COVID shot, does not prevent you from getting the flu. Right. Does not prevent you from getting it. It lessens the symptoms. That's exactly what Robert Malone, Dr. Robert Malone said, the co-developer of the COVID vaccine, and I mentioned it last week. And I'll bet quite a few people listen to that podcast. Well, and uh, I had a friend post it on my Facebook page. No comments. That's weird. 
The efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccine deals with preventing you from getting a serious illness and preventing you from dying. It does not prevent you from getting COVID and it doesn't prevent you from spreading COVID. Right. And that is the talking point that the media and Joe Biden and everybody carried and tried to influence your thinking that it would. It will prevent you from spreading it and it would prevent you from getting it. And that's totally false. It prevents you from getting a serious illness and it prevents you from dying. Everybody went around and everybody got the COVID shots and everybody went around on their merry way and uh, let their guard down thinking that they were immune from getting it and spreading it. And guess what? They got it and they spread it. Mm -hmm. Along with unvaccinated people. You have to be fair. So now it's time for, uh, for the flu shot. The flu vaccine prevents illnesses and in the event of infection reduces the likelihood of medical visits and hospitalizations and even death. It doesn't prevent you from getting it and it doesn't prevent you from spreading it. I don't know why they just don't come out and say those in black and white terms so people know. And it's not like the traveling salesman doctor who's selling the ointment to everybody. Mm. Tell them the truth. Tell them the truth. Cats won over the weekend. Grizz won over the weekend. That team, they should have just forfeited. All the teams should just forfeit against the Grizz the rest of the year. And uh, I love listening to the difference in the approaches <laughs> of, the, uh, and there's football, a major one. of the football programs. I love it. Hmm. I didn't watch the Grizz game. I had some friends that were going, and I asked them to count masks for me. Missoula's a little more masky than Bozeman is. Oh, I'm sure. Big week for me. Manny showed up last night. Manny's getting married uh, next weekend, and I have a lot of folks coming. So... And then try to get some seeding done, some calves <laughs> pre What? <laughs> got to get my calves preconditioned. You gotta get that. All of you attending the Must Haven wedding, you don't know it, but you're going to a dude ranch. Yeah. And we're going to get a little work out of you before we get to Saturday. <laughs> God. <laughs> my sisters are all coming. Fortunately, they've all got hotel rooms. <laughs> and uh, Well, they're, all, they're flying into Bozeman. Uh, everybody's flying basically into Bozeman. Um, plus there's a cat, uh, there was a cat game this weekend. So that made, uh, 
you know, hotel rooms a little harder to come by for. Well, not, mean, if, not if you got your Visa Plutonium card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Mandy had blocked a bunch of them here um, long before that, so that's good. But and the weather will be good. Uh, weather's supposed to be good all week. Cool off a little bit down the seventies, so that's good. Good thing I got an 82-gallon hot water heater. <laughs> Sandy sent me a great T-shirt. Make Bozeman, Montana again. <laughs> uh, that is good. That is good. Yeah, that, that don't feel like the 406 over there. Yeah, it's uh, It's changing. It's changing. That'll be the biggest city in ten years in our in our state. It'll be solid. It'll just be solid Bozeman all the way out to Belgrade, and mm-hmm. then it'll start moving south. Uh, it'll move that way. Move up new north up towards Bridger Bowl. It'll move out that way. There was an article in the paper today. They're living they're living in tents down by the Bozeman Pond. Uh, because they um they, they can't they can't find housing, you know. Well when you find a house, then do you put your tent up for sale? <laughs> They're not going to find housing if they're living in tents. Not in Bozeman, they're not. Can't afford the rent, all that kind of stuff as he vapes and has his iPhone 13 there in the picture or whatever it is. But And you feel sorry for some people because legitimately it is, it's priced them out of the market. Right. Um, well, you know, we've talked about this for 30 years with this. Uh, you had the Californians with the money moving up into the northwestern corner of the state, mm-hmm. and that drives up property values, and there's people up there that were retired that couldn't even afford the taxes on their home if it was paid for, and this is what happens, and now Bozeman is seeing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't move off the farm over the weekend. That makes a happy farmer. Stayed right there. Trying to get some work done, and uh, and of course I got to take the dog to the kennel, and wouldn't you know it, his rabies vaccine runs out Wednesday. <laughs> because you're Paul. <laughs> yeah, told Maddie, why didn't you have the wedding on the twenty fifth? God. Uh. Yeah. So, God, they're even. They're even on the vaccine kick with dogs. Yeah. Good luck getting a mask on him. (laughs) Mostly a good boy. (laughs) 